Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello everybody, welcome to the What Culture Gaming podcast. I'm your host Scott Taylor for joined by Ben Roy Turner. Hello there. And Josh Brown. Hello there. Fams, we were going to do a breakdown of a bunch of different titles that are kind of doing the rounds. Go to Sushima's director's cut, Aliens Fireteam Elite. You can go to the whatculture.com website and read Ben Roy's review of Aliens Fireteam Elite. Um, but we thought we'd talk about the game that's starting to become more and more of a talking point uh, in regards to being divisive, in regards to being controversial, in regards to being wacky AF, which is Luis Antonio's um, 12 Minutes, starring Daisy Ridley, William Dafoe, and James McAvoy. Now, this is a full-on spoiler cast. We're going to delve into all the reasons that a lot of people are, like I said, very much divided on this thing. Um, and that comes down to a mix of gameplay stuff, different mechanics that are in there, and one very specific plot point that I think a lot of people just kind of can't get around that all... I don't even know what Ben Roy thinks of this particular plot point, um, but we're going to get to all that stuff. So consider all consider yourselves very much informed um, that that is what we're going to be talking about. Um, where do you guys want to start? Should we start comparing how we initially did first loops through the game and then we'll get to the madness very soon? How quickly until one of you stabbed your wife? <laughs> okay, so 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 I never did this. Like I, I at no point did did I cognizantly think that I should be abusing my own spouse to get through this game. I never did any of that stuff. But apparently that's that's a go-to thing you can do. I did try and kill myself a few times, try to stab my own dude, shot myself. That was how I reset the loop a few times. But Josh Brown, on the other hand, couldn't get enough of the stabs, couldn't get enough of the the knives. Well- you know, well, it's my I, Valentine's it, new single. Carry on. We're, we're going to get to it. <laughs> we're going to get to it in more detail. But for me, right? I for me, that's the backbone of time loop stories. In every time loop story, whether it's an R-rated time loop story, whether it's PG, whether mm. it's Groundhog Day, whether it's whatever, you always have a moment where the character kind of like loses himself to the insanity of everything that's going on and kind of goes down some very dark roots. So. For me, after I'd thrown my head against the wall over and over again and done loop after loop after loop, I thought it only made sense for my character to go a little bit unhinged and start to do some pretty dark things in a desperate way, a desperate attempt to get out of it. And that led me personally to some of my favorite scenes in the game when I did realize just how much the game lets you do and how dark it can get. And how they could have a lot of get. animations for lots of oh. stabs and shooting and blood. It's a thing. And then you get points um, after a while where um, McAvoy just respawns. It's like, oh, that was fun. And you just like horribly <laughs> murdered someone after a while. Like it almost feels like it didn't record enough lines of dialogue. And some people are just a bit more blase about it. Like when you seem really super, st- sometimes you come back and you realize, oh, and you, mm. and all you did was walk through the door. And then another time you've, <laughs> you've killed someone and you've died and you're like, 
Oh, well, the, the first time that you see, because at one point you do have to hide in the closet because you do need to let your wife quite get killed quite a lot of times. But there is a very specific one where you do need to watch her get killed by Willem Dafoe's like policeman cop character so that she reveals a key piece of information which pushes everything forward. So at some point you do need to watch her die unless unless that's not true. I think that's true. Oh, see, I never watched the cop kill her. Really? Any oh, really? Point, apart from when you're too busy stabbing her yourself first. Yeah. Because, yeah, I never hid in the in the cupboard and watched her die like if if we ever died it was always together or i killed her myself <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a case of willem defoe comes in and he kind of ties us up and she's kind of like pleading and then he says you know where's the watch and she's like right i'll give you the watch it's and then as soon as she's about to say where it is mm -hmm. that's when he kind of like strangles the life out of my character but i guess yeah. i guess we should structure this a little bit we should go back to our first loops because i think the first loop you do kind of informs a lot about the game or at least it did yes. for me and it opened up these darker avenues away so to just hog the spotlight for a minute my first loop was a comedy of errors and it completely um endeared me to the game in a way that a lot of people might not experience so the ideal way that you're supposed to play the first loop is that you come home from work you sit down with your wife you have this romantic romantic um, uh, dessert together and then you get the knock on the door then Willem Dafoe barges in then things go to hell mm -hmm. for me it went to hell more or less instantly so I walk in I give my wife a hug I give her a little kiss she says hey we've got a lovely romantic night planned we've got some dinner in the fridge why don't you help me set the table and I'm thinking this sounds really cool so I set up the mugs up the I knife. set up the spoons <laughs> I, I didn't take the knife yet funnily enough I did okay. take a spoon I don't think you can kill her with a spoon um but I got I'm to this not point trying to where I'm not trying to be fair where she says um you know let me know when the table's set and we'll have our meal I didn't know I physically had to let her know. So I just sat down at the table and started scrambling away. And then she got really annoyed with yep. me and stormed out the room to the bedroom. And I thought, oh no, I've completely messed up. So I follow her into the bedroom where she's reading the book and she's very unresponsive. And she's like, I don't want to talk to you now. Like you put me in a mood, you've ruined the night. And at that point, I think, you know what? Fair enough. I'm going to leave you in the dark. So I turn off the light um, <laughs> and walk out of the room. She kind of says, Really? She gets up, she goes up to the light switch, which I should add is um, faulty, and she yes. got a shock from earlier. She flicks the light back on, zaps, and dies to death. So she's dead on the floor. I'm thinking, what the hell? I can't believe you did this in the first like two minutes. Because that, yeah, this is, yeah. There's a whole other thing. I didn't even realize that, you, that the light switch could kill someone until after about an hour in. So it's, yeah, this is yeah. The, literally the first thing I do. So I run into the room and this all coincides. As soon as I run into the room and see that she's dead, I get the knock on the door. Willem Dafoe's there. He comes in. He's like, what the hell's going on here? Like, what's happened? <laughs> You've and done then my job I, for I, Yeah. And then I tried to fight him. He punched me. It reset. So I started on this kind of like really strange foot where things mm. had already gone terribly wrong. But I'd learned a few pieces of key information like you just said like mm -hmm. what the light switch does how deadly it is etc etc but that was my first run yes okay ben Roy, what was your first loop do you remember that specific thing just had dinner or dessert and then found out about um the pregnancy and everything mm -hmm. like that mine was very simple it was more when um did any i want to know did any of you give your wife over to william the phone just like yeah kill her and then just leave the room because there's no. an option there's an option when he's on the floor like, untie me and then you're like okay mate let's see what's going on uh -huh. and then he's like well i tell you what you go out there and i'll just sort out and then he just bang bang is, right? bang bang think... dead and then you just he's like you've got another chance at life see you later and then that's it i was like Ooh. what oh no i did i i triggered that in a different order where i didn't leave the room for it but if you when you get him to be electrocuted and he says hey do you want to work with me if you say yes and he says go and get 
he says go and get something for him and then when he gets yeah. back up you get a, there's a little time window because he nuts you you can leave him handcuffed but he gets back up and then there's like a time window where you can work with him um but he still nuts you and kills you anyway or he did with me anyway but um it must be said that there is like we're being quite flippant about it and like obviously it's kind of funny just in like through a video game lens of how ridiculous things are in regards to combining different items together and seeing what you can get away with to me like there is a there is a really weird macabre mentality at the heart of the game in in as much as like you know, like saying like, yeah, you got to experiment with how much you can kill your wife and different ways you can kill your wife and things like that and stuff that I don't think the game pushes you towards does ultimately reward you for because that's what you need to progress in the story. But I did have that. Re- I, I never did any of the stuff with stabbing her or anything like that. And I thought it was weird that I had to use sleeping pills on her, like on her. Like I, when I found the sleeping pills in the cabinet, I was like, oh, I must have to use these on the on Willem Dafoe's character. So for the longest time, I was putting the pills in the jar, a mug of water and running up to him with a mug of water every time going like can i use that can you can you drink from this can before I... you do stuff and then getting knocked out by him over and over and over again can i stress about that mug of war and how many times like i was two frames off grabbing the mug or something and then she just doesn't want that anymore my wife has now had some water and She's, oh, i'm fine I'm, i've just got to go out the door now and restart <laughs> yes I just sometimes when i did something in the wrong order like bear in mind it's my fault but it's like I wish um, a mechanical thing with this game. I wish you could sort of almost like jump to certain points. I, I wish, wish there was a more... checkpoint. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind if there was like a the way it is, but also there's a more like they had a directed way where you start off at points where it's more like sort of quit back in because after a while when I was like, you get from experiment to damn it, I should have just gone that way, but now I've got mm. to go through the whole thing. Sorry, the whole thing again. Or William Defoe's already getting up and now he's going to nut me. And because yep. my character's just rubbish, I'm just going to get nutted and I've got to start the whole thing again. Yep. And I would oh, shoot me. There were so many things where like, I really adore this game at certain points and other points like mechanically and some of the way the, the lines are delivered. Just, I was like, can I just scratch my own face off and, <laughs> and can this be done? Yes. And then and then you'll be like, oh, now it's progressing. This is actually really interesting. Oh, wait, this is really weird. So I had a bit with the, uh, where I finally got, because like, like I said, an hour in was when I realized that there is a way to turn. Because the, the whole thing is, and again, I know Josh, you subverted this by killing your wife a different way, but still, <laughs> there is that way of you need to give her the sleeping pills so that she goes in the room, but not before you've put the light on so that she turns the light off so that when the cop, the cop comes into the room and puts the light back on, that it knocks him out or whatever like figuring that out was like a weird step-by-step thing and i know that you figured out a way to get to the light switch faster by just stabbing her first and then that means that you can wait in the closet or you can bypass time dude comes in flicks the light on and he passes out um or gets knocked out don't um, forget like other things yeah. like did you grab the phone straight make sure sometimes you've got to leave the picture on the fridge and if you don't and then you've just ruined that oh my god like run uh, stuff like that. and and don't forget to shut the bathroom door because if you go down that vent when the bathroom door's open ah game over again i had a whole thing where that's what i was gonna say i finally got him on the ground managed to, he was revealing all sorts yeah. of important information and then i must have just maxed out the 12 minute thing because then it, it just cut to the clock hitting the time and yeah. then we went back to the start and my dude just went oh Oh, I was in the middle of something. And I'm like, yeah, you were. Like, what was that? I think I mentioned this on the other podcast, but that's that level of like, you need to do this, 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 this in this order or F you. And I was just like, this is horrible. And I also had the game crash on me when it was about to finally reveal a piece of information as well. Um, I know that Josh, you didn't have any of this because I know your stuff was, it just seemed to go a lot smoother for you. But me and Ben Roy, I'm so glad someone else that I've talked to had the same response <laughs> as me. 
it's like, yeah, I, I, I can fully, I, I understand exactly where you're both coming from. But like I kind of alluded to um, yesterday in, in the podcast we did, Scott, that I can mm-hmm. thankfully go into more detail on here in, in terms of specific um, scenarios. Like I, I thought it was annoying at times to have to go back, you know, when I was in the middle of a revelation, the time was up or if I missed kind of one thing. But for me, I did enjoy um ultimately knowing what I shouldn't have done and finding mm. the most efficient way to get the most information out of these characters, you know, to, to realize that doing the sleeping pill thing would take a very long time. So instead, if I wanted to, I could just kind of stab the wife and then skip time. And that would get me to him coming in and zapping himself really quickly. And it's very, it's a very, very dark way to do yeah. that. But it was also an efficient way, which made me kind of um, think in terms of like, the narrative it was trying to tell and the characters it was trying to tell because I like that that efficiency <clears throat> was tied to something extremely dark and extremely um, violent. So if you wanted to be a quote-unquote um, a better person and not result in a murder, um, you had to go through the extra lengthy process of putting the sleeping pills in a mug, setting down for dinner <clears throat> and stuff. And I like that that was reflected um, through this through these extra steps that you could stick to if you were trying to play a good character. Whereas my guy in my mind would have resorted to these absolutely violent things just for the sake of expediency. See, they, I thought that was quite interesting. That if they had, uh, cause like Ben Roy said before that, like there are certain times when you restart the loop where your guy is like more out of it than before. And after you get certain big revelations, like the one we're about to, the big thing we're going to get onto, he's pushing his wife away. He's like, Oh my God, he's like having a breakdown. And he's like, am I ever going to get out of this? If they tied that to like, not beats in the main narrative in terms of main revelations, but a certain like, behind the scenes morality meter or something, or because you're getting more comfortable, quote unquote, with butchering people, that that means that your guy is losing himself to this like way of getting through it faster, but he is losing more of himself. And then that could have impacted one of the four endings because they are almost moralistically framed endings anyway. And um, that would have been a way better way to go, I would have said, because I just think that the whole idea of like just becoming sort of au fair with killing your wife, I don't know if it's because I'm, I'm literally a married man, but at no point yeah. did that enter my mind at all like i was not like oh this whole idea of like experimenting with ways i can abuse my wife to get through this story i was just not thinking that way at all um, and so that mean I pretty much ruled out the wife altogether. And um, like I said, I wasted so much time with the sleeping pills and everything. And um, in my first loop as well, I didn't mention before, was doing the dinner, was finding out about the pregnancy, was being in the middle of the dance when the um, policeman comes to the door, um, and then all that stuff happening. And then not like, and then I had the game glitched out and everything. But it's like there's stuff like that where I'm like, I don't feel like the game does a very good job of really giving you an objective. It's more just telling you it doesn't know what. Yeah, you don't really know what you want. You just know what you don't want. And the only way you're told what you don't want is by resetting again. And I feel like stumbling around in the dark trying to find the right path. It's just, for me, that was really grating. But I, I don't know if that's the same. I know, Josh, you didn't have that as much, but... Yeah, uh, sorry, Ben Royal. I feel like I keep jumping in and sorry. speaking over you at the moment. But I was just going to say, yeah, for me, I'm kind of like on the opposite to you, which is why I'm excited to see where Ben Roy falls in it. Mm. Because that stuff, I can totally see it. I can totally understand the frustrations. But for me, that led to these moments of kind of creative experimentation where, you know, I was kind of trying one way over and over again. And it wasn't working. So I just thought, right, let's see what let's see what I can do. Let's see if I can, you know, um, make the Willem Dafoe character, the cop character, go down. Maybe I can tie him up. Maybe if he breaks free, maybe I can stab him or shoot him in the leg and then interrogate him that way. And, you know, getting to that point where I was kind of like 
stuck on another puzzle, but I pivoted entirely to, you know, formulating this grand plan of getting him isolated and vulnerable so I could finally get some information out of him. When I finally <laughs> pulled that off after a few attempts, like I just thought that was, I, I felt so rewarded in my villainness. In I my wish I'd thought of that. I didn't even think of that. And then when that happened, I was like, oh, I guess this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I have no idea. I have no idea of what agency I'm supposed to have. Well, but, well, um, yeah. yeah. Well, this is it. I mean, like, if you if you if you're in that like mindset, if that happens to you, you're going to be annoyed. But if you're fortunate enough, I guess, lucky enough, like me, to stumble upon it naturally, it's like it feels so rewarding. It feels so creative. <laughs> it feels like um, I'm on the same mindset is the game, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Benro, how did you find all that stuff? For me, it was just something like, until I got the light switch going, until I, I clocked that, it was, I was starting to drag my feet and I was starting to want, question what I was doing myself and if I should be playing <laughs> this. Yeah. yeah, and then um, then it sort of like picks back up, but there's points that, again, like, where if like, I wish you could jump back into things. Like, say, when you're having a conversation, you pick one thing, and then it's done. Then you've got to do everything again to get back to that conversation. Sometimes press just a different option. And like, and then sometimes there isn't. And sometimes you can, when you've uh, stabbed or shot the fell on the floor when he's tied up, hogtied or whatever, then you can get like things going and rolling. Or when mm. you talk to the daughter on the phone and things like that. I feel like sometimes it's it's a very, I, I really like what they're doing where it's like really dangerous. Like I mess it up. And also I wish there's like a rewind button quickly. And actually, can like I just make a checkpoint or something. Can, can yeah. I just quickly press the other button and see the other conversation rather than sort of like have to work to this point. Like I really enjoy, I, I appreciate what it's doing, but I think I'm in the middle ground where it's just climbing back to that sort of section. You know what I mean? Like again, back there sometimes was a bit just wearing down in almost some mm -hmm. respects. And I, and some things like, wait a minute, I, I didn't store the number because I didn't call the number that time or I didn't uh, question someone about an auntie or a nanny, sorry. And then things like that just, again, like, for me, it was just. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. I probably you... went about it wrong, but there was a bit too many times when I was resetting just to do like one little thing. Well, looking at the general reception online, like it, that seems to be the case. Like it, you can stumble because for me, there's <clears throat> I'm not lockstep with what the game wants me to think. Like I think it feels the same for you, Ben Roy, where it's like you're kind of just like, okay, like I guess I'll do all that again and hope that that leads to something else and maybe give yeah. me a few seconds of something. Um, I didn't lockstep with the way that it wanted me to progress through stuff, but I feel like Josh, you kind of did, and I feel like they're almost like funneling you into that mindset of like, hey, you need to start thinking a bit more macabre like what if you kill this person first then this other thing can't happen and things like that whereas for me i was like oh it's like this really like you know sort of quite gentle basic couple they felt quite generic as a couple i was kind of surprised they got daisy Ridley, james mcavoy and then just got them to do generic american accents they could have just been anybody i would um, never but... recognize that it was james McAvoy. No, like nah, no way not at all um and then because of that because of that setup and because it is so generic and like hey babe let's have like food and stuff and i was like oh, okay like it's quite genteel that i was like i'm not like thinking in that way at all and i feel like that's one of the for me that's one of the fundamental criticisms of the game it's just the way that it doesn't implore like a general explorative mindset on you in a way that it can work obviously josh you real proof that it can work but i feel like it was just a weird thing it was a weird way that it like matched up and um, the way that i think they want you to play it but then they don't really push you in that direction unless you happen to stumble upon that stuff and um yeah i i feel like i was almost there and then i will say like after i got hit credits you did like credits two more times or something like that this and three I, I, things i think or maybe yeah. four with the two and i was i did nothing was happening for me so i did consult the youtube gods and uh, <laughs> there's a book sitting in a room which I'm, I, i'll let um i felt like josh went through more of it so I'll, i well he finished it more and more than me so that he explained that room but i i couldn't click on the book he just was just like oh books he reads and like so I've missed one line of dialogue in the entire thing. That was the thing. Yeah. I play for five hours and I can't get through it. And, and oh. to that point, I was like, well, I've had credits now once. I'm classing myself as being this. And I had to sort of like, and for the first time, I'll not rage quit, but just step out. Like, there needs to be another word and, for and just all that. It doesn't help that the guy looks like Jules at some times as well. And I, when I saw that beard in the bald <laughs> yeah, head, I was like, it it's just Jules torturing me in this room forever. And then, then they call, like, threw me out of the moment. Let's um, let's move into endgame stuff because the, the biggest twist in the game, and this, like, the, there's a whole load of stuff with William Defoe's character and the fact that they use William Defoe to also be your wife's father, which is a series of scenes that are kind of flashbacks, but are kind of in the dude's mind. The big twist though, is the fact that your wife is, what a sentence to say in 2021. Your wife is actually your sister. It's uh, that's that's a nice nice big twist um, because your um, your wife's father had an affair with the nanny. Turns out the nanny was called Dahlia, which is the name of the of your soon to be baby. Um, and then that's the whole thing that you actually were responsible for your wife's father's murder, but you're the son of the nanny. Um, so your dude just forgot or was repressing the fact that he'd killed his own father, which was also your wife's father. Um, and then we get this sort of like series of reveals that you can trigger. There's three or four, um, they're almost like therapy style scenes, but they're just between like you, you, James McAvoy's character. That's another thing is that they're all just called husband, wife, cop. Um, between that dude and Willem Dafoe also playing the father, which means that in the game itself, the cop is like a manifestation of the father and, and rule sets and the way they're supposed to be. Because one of the final choices that you make is either you stay with your, <laughs> you stay in the incestuous sister-wife relationship or you reject it and you get a hug from Willem Dafoe. Or like Benroy said, you can click on the book that your wife was reading the whole time and you can say this one line um, about how like if we all just get stuck in the present, we never realize the future or something about that. And yeah. that's another 
secret ending. And I've um, read that book, but I, I'm just so I'm so angry that I just couldn't get there, and I had to just I had to sleep, man. But what I, was just so? Oh, sorry, you're gone. Just I, I couldn't trigger that book, and then like because I was wondering what was going wrong. Am I missing something in this room? And I was clicking all around, and you can't pause it when you're in that room either. It's mm -hmm. just it's just going, and you've got to go sort of thing. And also at some points the character can have hair or not. It can be both versions, which is also another confusing thing. Apparently that's a bug, but I, I've not ah. seen that proven yet, but apparently that's a bug um, that, the, <laughs> that the hair isn't loading, but that absolutely threw me off because I was like, well, that's, yeah. that's Willem Dafoe again. But Benro, what was your reaction to the the sister twist? I didn't take it in at first because I was like, ah, this, nah, this, not, <laughs> this is, what is this? This isn't yeah. happening. And, I, and as I fell more into the plot and I like find out Defoe's daughter has cancer and this, then it wants to still watch that. I was like, this is actually, and, and then when it changes from wife to her, I was like, oh, okay. Then and I, it was, um, I appreciate a, a nice twist. And I was very sort of like, it did, I, I don't feel like, maybe I just sort of like was blase with it. So it didn't like sort of, I mean, not get blase about that, but it didn't mm -hmm. sort of hit. And then it slowly sort of simmered in me and then it built more and more up. But at that point, I was always telling um, wife to go away so I can quickly get back to the mug anyway. So, right. <laughs> but yeah, I, it was, um, I, I think I need to sit down and watch an ending explain video or listen to Josh do an ending explain here. But it, it sort of like hit me for a bit. And I was just like, I, I, how do we escape this cycle of, mm. And is this actually even real? Like, I, I wasn't even sure if this is a different reality at that point. Yeah, I was going to say, well, Josh, uh, Josh, you can elaborate a bit more now that we're talking about full spoiler stuff. What was your reaction to that thing? And what's your general thoughts on the narrative overall? Well, this is it, right? Like, I'm, I'm going to be a defender of this game, you know, mechanically. Like, for the first few hours, I really loved where it was going. I never got stuck in a way that was frustrating. I feel like I was encouraged to experiment. I got a lot out of it. But I don't think it's an amazing game. I think it's a good game. <laughs> But it's not the game I wanted it to be, and I don't think it's the game it could be. And I think a lot of that comes from this big twist because it does kind of just fall apart at the end. You know, mm -hmm. I feel like it's an impactful twist on the surface. You know, it's it's visceral. It's obviously very dark. It's very twisted. It gets you. But I don't know if it's earned, and I don't know if it's narratively satisfying. Especially I didn't feel anything. Stuff. Yeah. No. Yeah, I didn't feel anything. It never really more... goes anywhere with the with her slash wife. Yes, no. totally. And I felt more um, what Benroy was saying when you were finding out about the cop and you were finding out about Bumblebee, his daughter, and mm. why he's doing what he's doing. And I even thought it potentially maybe robbed some of the agency from the wife herself because I thought one of the interesting um, mysteries throughout the narrative was whether or not she actually killed her father because there's a few times where you think, oh, she's definitely done it. Then you kind of like go back to think, no, she maybe didn't. And you're like, oh, maybe she did. And then ultimately it's like, oh, no, you didn't. You weren't there. You literally <laughs> weren't there. Mm -hmm. And I thought to kind of like remove that from the equation entirely almost and to put everything back on the guy and have it be kind of, he's his memories have gone he's he's gone out with his sister he's got her pregnant he's he killed it all yeah. and i just kind of thought that was it was pulpy and it was exciting but it wasn't smart and it wasn't satisfying and i do think towards the end as well like we said with the ambiguity and the um making Willem Dafoe play two characters and having them kind of like look the same but also not and having mm -hmm. you try to pass that out i don't think I don't think the pieces were there to pass it as they wanted it to be. I was the same with Roy. I kind of got parts of the um, ending, but even I had to look up some explanations afterwards, you know, and I 
did almost everything mm-hmm. and i was like i don't know what this all means really i don't know well, entirely just, what it all means but the, the biggest problem i have with it is that like yeah i didn't feel anything i found the found the couple to just be incredibly generic and i thought that like and i which was just that's a separate thing how much i think they waste the talent they have willem defoe is brilliant but i think they waste mcavoy and ridley entirely but my biggest problem was that i didn't feel like it was actually about anything it didn't really land anything and i feel like the twist works on a base level of just like oh my like you, you could write down on, on a nappy you find a napkin somewhere that just said oh my it turns out my wife's my sister. You're like, oh, that's, a, that's a thing, isn't it? Like, I, that's a reaction to that. But by the time I got to the end, like I said, it, it didn't mean anything in the moment other than face value, shock value. And as much as it, I think it's trying to be a dissection of, well, I, I think I'm giving it too much credit. I feel like it's trying to comment on trauma because the whole thing, you think about like the fact that when you find the watch at the end, it travel, it takes McAvoy's character back into the, the therapy that he was being given or the hypnotism he was being given. Um, and that's the thing that roots him in that moment because he looks at the clock on the wall. And so everything that happened in the game is all in his mind and everything is a manifestation of the reality that he went through before he was under hypnotism. And so like, obviously, like I said, the cop is, um, you know, a representation of the father, the restrictions, the way he's supposed to be, um, the fact that he's not supposed to be with his sister um, and that stuff. And then, but the whole thing with Bumblebee and the cancer and the treatment on that side, I, it kind of loses me with that. Um, and it also loses me just on a base human level where I, I don't buy that this guy would be remotely okay with butchering his wife over and over again not to make that like the stickler point but I, that for me doesn't doesn't translate overall it doesn't really make sense that this guy wouldn't be breaking down more um it, all that stuff i think it doesn't come together at all well it feels I, like I, as you say it feels like a 12 page book rather than like a novel it feels like you've got these points and they're like going bam 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 but like if this was like a longer game or a, a book or a film you might mm. be able to have more flashbacks to what was going on outside of this room in this cycle because i feel like it's more like the mystery the mystery the mystery and then this happens but nothing else around it and it's i feel like there's not enough meat to bring to like the bring to it like this could work and i i mean to it like sort of like as i've said twist that just go ah, left turn and then by the way you're, you're marrying your sister and you're gonna have a kid <laughs> with her but i would i would like more or maybe more about wife or her and sort of things like that more than i feel like she's the least explored in a way and she was more like Like, yeah she's 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 the prop the like just the point of the plot and never really even when you do have these long conversations and she can take control of points Mm -hmm. it's still uh, i mean it still comes down to like not much in my eyes like and i wish i could have found out more about like like about him is it him he's called is it they don't really have names apparently if you yeah. go in the pc version the hack the files they have names in the file types but that's it i wish i wish you could find out like just how this trauma happened like there's so much more like just it seems like that 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 and mm. then as you said a bit of napkin and then go and then just not give enough time and i guess it's called 12 minutes well but at the same time it's like one of the quick thing for me is that it felt like the old, like i laughed when i found out the the sister twist thing i just laughed i was like okay this is like the only thing you could write if you had three characters in three rooms and you had to keep thinking of escalating twists like you can't there's not much else you can do like you can make it so it's in someone's mind and you can make it so they're all related um it, it just it just made me go like okay like yep that was what you had access to and that's what you did and it doesn't really make any sense and it's kind of just shock value for shock value's sake um but i don't feel anything because none of the actual narrative emotional human groundwork was done uh, before yeah, I mean, you know, I kind of want to go back to what you said about like trauma, Scott, and I kind mm. of thought that as well before that twist came. I thought 
the narrative material there was far more resonant and far more nuanced than what we ultimately got, you know, whether it was why the cop was doing what he was doing. I thought, you know, it was a really interesting story about the wife thinking that she's killed her father, her whole relationship with her father. Like he hit her the last time, um, you know, they saw each other. She'd never been hit by him before. She had this fraught relationship with him because her mom died. You know, he, he was cheating on her mom with the, with the nanny and all that stuff. Then you were kind of in the middle of it as an almost outsider. And I thought that was an interesting perspective because then you kind of had to decide whether to, you know, stick with her after you find out this, that she's been lying to you or whether you should, uh, you know, be on her side or whether you mm-hmm. should turn her into the cop and stuff like that. But all of that kind of gets diminished and minimized as soon as you find out that they are exactly what you were saying just all props in this dude's head and it's all about him and that was disappointing to me and it kind of made me view stuff like killing her over and over again in a more negative light because in the moment i thought it was actually quite well done you know the first time you do kill her like you have to get through a few barriers you know you, you click it and never he go says to himself stuff. yeah he's, mm-hmm. he's like right if you do this you're literally a killer like you're never going right. to come back from this and he's kind of shaking and you have to like force through that barrier and i thought that was like an interesting thing but then it just sort of became weird when you were doing it over and over again and the wife's agency in the narrative was minimized so much and her real trauma was kind of pushed away in favor of this um, spectacular thing about the guy marrying mm. his brother and I just kind of thought well now now she is just a prop and now it does feel weird to be treating her and the other characters but specifically her in that way and it kind of just lost that nuance for me man like, yeah that's what shame. I mean is like how far into a playthrough were you starting to kill her like I feel like I'm not done not to play armchair game writer but I just feel like if they built to that where like the rejection of him realizing he can't be with her is for him to actually kill her to, to free himself of that cycle or something would have worked better as a manifestation of what he's going through in real life his actual thought process on her and everything but I think you can kill her straight away if you want to you just drag the knife yeah. over her as early as you want and I, I think yeah so, oh, I was gonna my, say I think sorry. that might be like incongruous at the start when you think he's a good dude but i feel like it's not as much of a problem when you find out the twist and you realize Mm. that he is at least in his mind capable of this stuff like he's capable of killing a killing a person and then forgetting about it so i thought well if you could do that he can probably he's probably got it in him to be this sickle who kills his wife (laughs) as well and that kind of made narrative sense to me at least Mm -hmm. I uh, I I discovered the killing before like the light switch and things like that. It was one after about four loops when I I felt like I was going into a wall for a bit and I wasn't like uh, probably thinking about it well enough. And I was just like, let's see what happens, stabby stab. And then from there, and I've tried to use the knife on the foe, and you can never really get him. He's just like invincible. But there's other points when when you sort of like uh, she takes sleeping pills and Defoe is on the floor tied up. Like there's no point where she can wake up from that. I don't think. No even though like, your character can sort of like super wake up and I know it's all about that character again, but I was like, what would happen if that, if she ever saw him in a moment of vulnerability, like how would she treat the cop then? Would like, I would like to know, would she just go for the gun and pop him in the back of the head or stuff like that? Because mm-hmm. he so maliciously would always ruin her unless you bring four or five elements into the sort of mix. But yeah, it's just, it, it, for me at the end of the day, I, I land on, I was into the themes and I wish it was more executed well. And I wish that mechanically it wasn't so sort of like stodgy and getting, getting to each point each time. And I wish I could sort of like just 
get back to the the meat of the bone rather than you sort of like, you know skirt around things and fill up mugs every time just to get her in bed and sleeping yeah i think if they if they let you burn one checkpoint per loop just sort of one point where the character could say like i'm gonna i remember this or something and then you could jump to that point like you know like skate three style because i'm playing a lot of skate three okay. let me put a marker down and go back to that thing that yeah. might have saved a lot of the tedium because you do realize ways you can jump through it like the game doesn't really instruct you that well that you should bounce everything off your wife all the time every piece of new information go back to her talk to her and that's the way that you speed up the whole i know this is a loop i'm convincing you thing um, and like, but even then, you know, 10 plus loops in, you're buttoning through that same conversation over and over and over again. There's no way to jump through it. Um, and I think that that, I think ultimately playing through six to eight to 10 minutes of a game for 30 seconds of, or whatever of new content for me, completely ground me down. Uh, my closing thoughts on it are that I, I love that it exists. I'm so glad something like this can exist in the current uh, industry and especially with the talent involved and the, uh, the budget that's behind it. Um, but I had, it was, I had, it was a slog getting through it. Um, and so like for me, I think the more I think about it, the more I don't think any of it really works. And so I'm kind of just sitting there going like, well, I'm glad I played through it, but that was kind of a thing. Josh, what's your closing thoughts? Um, essentially just echoing what I just, um, what I said like a little while ago where I think mm. it's good, but I don't think it's amazing. It's not the game I bought an Xbox Series X in part <laughs> for, you know, it's not worth that. But Would you I do like people the- play it, I guess, is another thing to roll in as well. I definitely think so. Because, I mean, mm. we've spoiled it all now. I hope they don't watch this and then go play no, it. No, but for that other people would be to useless. recommend it, yeah. But yeah, if you, like, yeah. yeah if, you, if you don't know anything about it, I do think the sense of discovery going into it is incredibly unique. You know I mean? I was talking to you yesterday, Scott. Like, I've played three time loop games so far, and this is the only one that makes you feel like you're in the time loop. It makes you feel like you're replaying the same thing over and over again into a lot of people. That's going to be just frustrating and time wasting, and you're not mm. going to feel the reward of that 30 seconds. But for me, it, it made me role play, it made me immersed. And it made it put me in the headspace of the character and the desperation of the character in a way that the other time loop games hasn't. So I do love it for that. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it comes together into a satisfying whole. Um, but fortunately, it's not that long. It's just it's just a shame that it's much sillier and <laughs> not as smart as it is being um, marketed as. You know, yeah. it, very much. I think my ultimate takeaway from it, it very much feels like a game that was originally made in 2015 it then got delayed and delayed and delayed it feels story-wise especially like a relic from then it doesn't feel as mature or as considered as a lot of game stories are now i think i get the uh, the david cage comparisons like that it feels a lot like a like a sort of david cage short story where it's sort of like a yeah. m night Shyamalan style twist like what's the what's the wackiest thing we can throw in here considering what we have in front of us um, and it, it's just, it's, it is such a mixed bag. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below. Full spoilers for this game. Let's talk about all the ridiculous stuff that's out there um, because we continue to be baffled by this thing, but we'll see um, how we go going forward. Uh, for now though, this has been the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I've been your host, Scott Hilford, joined by Ben Roy Turner. There's another time loop game on Game Pass and it's called Quantum Break. Go and play that one. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one from this year called Overboard. Go and play that. Also, Josh Brown. Go play The Forgotten City. That's the best one I've played this year. That's really (laughs) enjoyable. And we'll throw Returnal in the pot. We will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.